0: you're listening to the my nft journey podcast each week our host andy storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a podcast where I share my NFT journey to help you along your NFT journey. No matter where you are in that journey, if you're just starting out, or maybe you're a few months in and you've bought a few things, but you're still learning like I am, and I'm learning on a regular basis, and I created this podcast and my free guide as a resource to share with other people because I'm so passionate about this space. I'm so excited about it that I wanted to share with others and help educate others. Now I'm not some tech nerd that is all in on this phase. I know and I have some friends who have gone all in and devoted their whole career to NFTs. I am an author, speaker, and a corporate trainer still running my regular business while also investing in cryptocurrency and NFTs. And I want to educate you and others on how to get into NFTs yourselves. Now, when you get into NFTs, it starts with cryptocurrency. And I'm going to do an episode soon and bring on a guest to talk about what's going on in cryptocurrency and how to understand that because I realize that's one thing we haven't dug into enough leading up to this because I think it's a good idea to understand crypto and the blockchain. And then, of course, you've got to acquire some Ether, right? Get Ethereum. And then you can use that to buy NFTs. Now, you've got your Ether and you're ready to buy NFTs. And last, in our last episode, I talked about the difference between minting a new NFT or buying on the open market using a website called OpenSea. Now, there are other platforms. There's one that is becoming more popular called Bitski uh, that a few companies are using. I've bought a few NFTs on there from a project called Candy, C-A-N-D-Y, that does Major League Baseball parks and -and up-and-coming college football players, And I've bought a few of their cards, the college football player cards on Bitski. And then you can still transfer those to your wallet on OpenSea because that's where 90% of the NFT action is. And you want to be able to look at your whole collection on OpenSea. Now, I talked about in the last episode about minting versus buying an OpenSea. Today, I'm going to talk about buying an NFT on the open market on OpenSea. So let's say that you hear about a project and you're like, I want to check that out. And I want to know what things cost, and potentially buy something on OpenSea. So what do you do? Well, first you go to OpenSea, which is O-P-E-N-S-E-A dot I-O. And on that homepage, you're going to see usually some featured project. And if you scroll down, it talks about notable drops. So those are new projects that are coming out on OpenSea. And all kinds of stuff down below. If you're just like, you know, coming from nowhere, there's instructions on how to set up your wallet, create your collection, add NFTs, list them for sale. All that stuff is there. There's tons of great resources on OpenSea. And then you can also search for projects. So let's say you just heard about the Board Ape Yacht Club, which is one of the most popular and we'll say expensive <laughs> projects, right? So I'm going to go to OpenSea and I'm going to type Board Ape. And the first thing that comes up is Board Ape Yacht Club. Now, when you search, you're gonna get suggested results. And if it's a, a sort of a mainstream project and it's been accepted by OpenSea, it's probably going to have a blue check mark next to it. So you wanna make sure you look for that blue check mark. Not every project has them, that doesn't mean it's not legitimate. One of the projects that I've invested in is called Board Ape Comics, and they have not been able to get the blue check mark, which I think is holding them back. One of the reasons why the prices have been so low. But Board Ape Yacht Club has the blue check mark. I click on that and it's going to take me to a page that shows me all of the Board Apes or the apes in Board Ape Yacht Club. It shows me how many are available. In this case, it says 10,000, 10.0K items. It tells me how many owners there are. In this case, 5.6K 5. or 5,600. So if you're a math person, you hear that and you think, okay, 10,000 items, 5,600 owners. On average, The average owner has just less than two of these things, so maybe like 1.8 or something like that. But there might be some with 10 and a lot of people with one. You don't really know. It shows the floor price as 36, and that is the cheapest that you could buy one right now, looking at the buy now prices. And then it shows the volume traded. And for board age, it says 186.5K. That's 186,000 Ethereum Ether in the last, I think, 90 days period of time. And then you scroll down and you can see all 10,000 of the apes and you can start to sort them. But if I click on floor price, it will now only show me those that are available for sale. Someone has listed them with buy now and it will list them in order from cheapest to most expensive. So as I'm looking at this, the floor price is 36 Ether. So that is the cheapest that's available. And as I'm recording this in mid October, Ethereum's around $3,500. And so that means the cheapest ape is $139,000 and 600 uh, $139,661. So this is one of the most expensive projects out there. Um, but uh, let's take a look at another project. Uh, so one I've gotten into recently is called, that's a lot, let's look at something more cheaper, right? Is what I mean. One I've gotten into recently is called Eternal Royals. And so when I go to OpenSea and I type Eternal, Then there's a bunch of things that pop up. And the second one is Eternal Royals Official, and it has the blue check mark, And that is the webpage. Eternal Royals is a cool project I've gotten into that is, uh, it's all about the art from an artist called the Dope Artist, I think. And Jesse Johnson is his name. The Dope Art is his brand. And he creates really cool modern art. And these are Royals, kings and queens. They minted, minted, remember we talked about minting, for 0.07 Ether and Right now, today, as I'm looking at them in mid-October, I realize you'll be listening to this later, the floor price, it shows there are 9,200 available, 1,800 owners, and the floor price is 0. 0.02. So that means that the floor price has dropped considerably from the mint price. Remember, the mint price was 0.07, and the floor price is 0. 0.02. So this is either an amazing buying opportunity or or a bad sign for the project. It really depends on your perspective. And as I said in the last episode, and we'll say often, do your own research. Go to the Discord, go to the Twitter, look into the art, look into the project, look at the roadmap, and decide, is this something you want to get into or not? And I also recommend taking a long-term, long-term view See it's <laughs> it's challenging in this space everybody everything moves so fast and people have expectations that they're going to make money really really quickly so when something mints for 0.07 and now the price has dropped to 0.02 and it's only been 2 or 3 weeks since it minted I think 2 weeks it's easy to look at it and go oh crap this is doomed I'm going to get out of here or if you're a if you're you know bullish you're a long-term believer you might say okay that's a discount. I think it's going to be successful long-term, so I'm going to buy more now. So I might buy a couple more in the near future, but let's get back to buying. So I go to this project, and let's say I want to buy an Eternal Royal, and there are 10,000 available. When I click on floor, it shows me only those with buy now. There are 2,100 available for sale. It lists them from lowest to highest, so cheapest to most expensive, and uh, the cheapest right now is I'm looking at is 0.02, Um, And so if you just want to get a project, you don't care what you get, and you just want the cheapest available, you click on floor, you sort cheapest to most expensive, and you buy one of the cheapest ones. Now, I always recommend scrolling through and looking at least the first Fifteen to 20 of them and seeing is is there a difference is there something that catches your eye and if there's something you really like it's worth paying a little bit above the floor to get something that you like if you don't care just buy the cheapest thing and then look on the left side of the screen there are filters and you can filter by all kinds of things depending on what rarity levels and different types so for the eternal royals i'm looking at they are kings and queens in different types of outfits and so you can filter by uh, the bodice type chest pocket dress Hand, hands, uh, headwear. What kind of crown they're wearing? The jacket the men are wearing. Uh, the mask they may or may not have, necklace for the queens. There's a royal bonus, there's royalty type, king or queen. There's an undershirt and there's a vest. Uh, so there's just all kinds of things you can sort by. So if you could, you can go there and say, well, I want a king with a blue jacket and you can sort for only filter for only kings with blue jackets, and then you can see what's available. You can do this with every project usually for each different type of attribute that they have, there's some type of filter there and you can start to filter through and see what you like. And it's fun to just play around and and say, okay, I like this. I like that. And then again, go back to your priorities. Do you just want the cheapest or do you want something really cool that resonates with you and you're willing to pay 20, 30% above the floor to get the cool thing that you want? It's really up to you. I think people forget that this whole process is personal and depends on really what you want, what you like. And If you take a long-term view and you think I'm buying this and I'm going to hold it for at least a year or five years, then get something cool that resonates with you that you want to have in your wallet that you can show off because I'm telling you five to 10 years from now, we're all going to be showing off our digital wallets when we meet up with people. I think that's a thing that's coming. And I think we're going to want to have cool things in our wallet to show off. I definitely do. So that's it for today. Just wanted to share with you how to go through and look things up on OpenSea and buy them on the open market. I hope that was helpful for you. What did you buy? Reach out to me. Let me know. Hit me up on social. I'm active on Twitter, Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-R-C-H, Instagram, Andy underscore Storch or Andy Storch NFT. And I'm active on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. So hit me up, send me an email, andy at andystorch.com. And don't forget to grab my free guide to NFTs by going to andystorch.com slash NFT to give you kind of that basis foundation for everything you need to know for buying and even selling NFTs. All right, thanks again for listening and I will see you next time.